Great moments are born from great opportunity. And that's uh, what we have uh, here tonight, uh, uh, shut up, boys. Uh, you're not Kurt Russell. I'm sorry. It's Miracle, the greatest sports movie of all time, I'd argue. Debatable. Mm. But Highly debatable. Great movie. Most American movie and the event is probably the best sporting event, but the movie itself is not the best sports movie. So we'll get back to that. <laughs> Before, before we no, get to, I want to finish now. <laughs> before we get too into that, this week we are finally back. Our fans were anxiously awaiting, and by fans, my father said he'd like a podcast to listen to on his next run. Begged us to come back, so here we are, six years under, taking on sports movies with a very special guest, the one, the only Jackson Reed Stopher. Hey. God. How you doing? My best uh, intro ever. My best friend from high school, and now Lee's roommate. <laughs> yeah, we're roomies now in the big place. city. In the big yeah. city. So if it's far away from Katie, <laughs> if it works great, you're welcome. And if it doesn't, it's not my fault. Mm, everything comes back to you. You'll be hearing from our lawyers. It's always about me. <laughs> both, both our lawyers. So. The One of the big things we talked about while we were trying to plan this five minutes before we hit record was what exactly makes a sport movie, which sounds like a stupid question, but actually is something to think about. Just because sports are in a movie does not mean that it is a sports movie. So, for example, I was so really told that The Big Lebowski is, in fact, not a sports movie. It is not. It's also bowling, which is like... Which is yeah. what? Which is what? <laughs> now... Yeah. yeah. We'll get into like that later, but yeah, it has to be focused primarily on the competition. Jack Jackson you said that earlier. The competition of the sport has to be the main yeah. part. Well, so then car movies. Yes, because First off, NASCAR is under the sports section on your Xfinity channel guide. So I don't think I'm signed up for those. <laughs> so I believe it is. I, it is a different kind of sport, but I would argue that it is because the sports movies are set up very similar to like racing movies. So, horse racing movies. If it's about horse racing, like the competition, Secretariat I'd say so. is, a, is a sports movie. I, I, I haven't seen it so. But like, it's it's about horse races. Yeah, then I'd say yeah, it's a sports movie. That's almost like gambling. So it's like is Molly's game a sports movie? 21. No, because. If it's about yeah. them winning, not betting on it, then you can make you can make an argument that any kind of professional sports movie, oh, it's about gambling because you know you have twenty-something-year-old uh, frat boys betting on it. So you know, no. <laughs> I think it's because no. it, it is it's down to a competition. Now most people bet on it, but like. It's still a sports movie. I mean, you were you were trying to say though that the Blind Side isn't a sports movie. See, I don't think it is because it's too well. Okay, you could make an argument both ways. I would say it isn't just because it's more about you know God's sweet tea in the <laughs> SEC. <laughs> it's about a family adopting and trying to get this guy out of poverty. I, I and sports was like a way for him to further that, but I feel like that was the first and foremost thing. It was more. It went. It was so split down the middle. I feel like there should be a Bechdel test equivalent of to defining if it's a sports movie. You know, it's like, yeah. is there a woman, a woman in it? 
talking to another woman and is she not talking about a man and then it qualifies like they need this for sports is there a, is there a ball is the ball is thrown <laughs> and does someone win does someone lose? and is it not about winning but the friends we made along the way if so <laughs> it's a sports movie see oh but you know what i might have just caught myself there because i did say that it had to involve a competition but field of dreams doesn't have a competition right well and the same thing with the blind side is it uses a major sport that everyone knows is a sport. This is yeah. there, there aren't arguments about it as a frame of reference, and right. you know it's the guiding light yeah. of those movies, even if they're not maybe the main point. I don't know how many movies about sports where the main point is the sport, anyways. Miracle. Mir- miracle. But even that's like the Cold War. Soviets. <laughs> <Yes, hey. laughs> yeah. Is it about sports or is it about evil comedy? So, well, is the Karate Kid a sports movie? No. Well, mm. Great uh, point. Uh, <laughs> I didn't take karate lessons as a kid. Is Forrest Gump a sports movie because he enters no, the ping pong tournament? No, because no. that's like a small part. He of goes it, on a run. It. It's a long run. That's not. A- <laughs> Are running movies sports this remind, movies? This, this reminds me like of... Like Chariots of Fire? N- yes. I would say Chariots of Fire is, is a sports absolutely movie. sports movie. Yes. Okay, see, I'm, I feel yeah. like this is just... A, it's very touch this, and go. This sounds like the like argument of if, uh, if, if a hot dog is a sandwich. This, this feels like that conversation. It's, I don't want to have that conversation. Well, I mean, it just ends with us all screaming at each other. Yeah. So. so I guess the best way to start is by talking about sports comedies. Because I feel like we all have a soft spot. And and I and I always like separating the two because if I was to rank sports comedies and sports movies, you're ranking them for completely different reasons. Cause, I agree. Because you're not watching Talladega Nights because of the big race at the end, and for me, you're watching it because you know it's Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. Because he named his kids Texas and Walker. <laughs> yeah. Chip, Chip. I mean. We were, the more I think about it, I feel like sports comedies had such a big part of my childhood, especially because I had a brother, that that was definitely the common ground. I think I watched Like Mike at least 15 times. Easily 100. Like, that was the movie on my iPod. We're playing basketball. Yeah. Okay, I'll stop. (laughs) I think, I mean. Bow Wow. Man, what happened to him? He was a star. So I think for for me, my top three sports comedies, easily Cool Runnings. Jamaican bobsled team. I hadn't seen that. It's it's been so long. It's been so long. It's stayed with me, though. It's just stayed. Those early sports comedies are the kind of movies that either you saw them when you were young or you have never seen them. Yeah, because why would you watch them now? Um, two, Space Jam. Mm. I never saw Space Jam. What do you mean? I don't know. I don't know why I never saw Space Jam. It just wasn't on the, on the playlist. So like Mike, but not Space Jam? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's weird. I don't know. And then three, I think Blades of Glory. We're going to skate to one song and one song only. Mm. Blades of Glory is, n- I'd say Blades of Glory was my least favorite Will Ferrell movie to come out of the mid 2000s really that i feel like that's a hot day i feel like we should do a will ferrell <laughs> podcast <laughs> episode yeah, one day I, I, I don't know why I just, it, the comedy didn't hit home for me but if i was to say my number one sports comedy um i have to look my, oh happy gilmore number one oh fuck i completely forgot oh caddyshack mm-hmm. uh i'd probably say caddyshack is number two and then number three for 
nostalgia is Space because of how many times I've seen Space Jam. Even though I will say right now, I rewatched it recently. Michael Jordan is an atrocious actor. <laughs> Holy shit. That dude, it it was some of the worst. LeBron, the the MJ LeBron debate. Yeah. I you know ten out of ten times I say you know MJ all, all the way, but when it comes to acting, LeBron's a better. LeBron actor. does have better <laughs> acting chops. I will give him that. Well, I mean, Space Jam Two is in the works as we speak, and yeah. it's going to be like the I Warner wonder, Brothers cinematic universe. I wonder how shit it's going to be, because I wonder if they're going to try and appeal because the comedy was okay. It was just. Like, I definitely liked it more as a kid. I, know, I bet you the, this new Space Jam, a bunch of adults like us are going to watch it, expecting it to appeal to us. Yeah. And they're like, no, we made this for, for kids you know, when you first watched it. And we're going to be mad about that. I feel like it's going to be cringy. It's going to be... Gonna be so the references are going to be really bad. Like, it's like when they said, what are those in Black Panther? And you just kind of got uh, up and left. That was horrible. It's what happens when... Locked Disney, it out of my memory. Yeah, yeah. I, as you should. It's what happens when you have, you know... 40 to 50 year old, you know, men writing these thinking that this is what the kids want. I, those are the worst kind of jokes. The worst kind of jokes. Yeah. All right. My, my three. Yeah. I'm going to start with Dodgeball. Okay. It Fine. is a sports movie. It is a sports movie. It is a sports movie. It is. It, it passes the test. Iconic. It does. Ben Stiller is the greatest movie villain. I love Ben. Ben Stiller and uh, and Shooter McGavin are tied for my top yeah. two villains. Oh, they're cl- they're just Shooter McGavin. Shooter oh McGavin just has gosh. so many good quotes, but so does um, Ben. What is Ben Stiller's character's name again? I gotta look it up. Oh no! <laughs> I I I just know. All right. Yeah. Dodge. Dodge. Duck, dodge. Dive and dodge. <laughs> what Goodman? White Goodman. White yeah. Goodman. His first name is Glo- White. Glo- Globe Jim or Globo. Globo Jim. Globo Jim. Globo Jim. Blaze. Laser. Stop. <laughs> oh my gosh. No um, one makes me bleed my own blood. Nobody. <laughs> Stop. I love that. Okay, dodgeball what, takes out. Eight the Ocho is from that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, yeah. That's uh, a bold. That's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's, let's see, see if it plays out. Uh, great, like, great. How do you remember that? all of these? Because it's been memeified to death. Yeah, that that like, has been that has been me. I guess I could like quote Anchorman from start to finish. Yeah. So. Oh, hundred oh, percent. Yeah, Talladega Nights. That's why I, I remember. I think I said that Talladega Nights and Anchorman were like tied for like the two like most quotable Will Ferrell movies. Yeah, I I yes. Yeah. So dodgeball. I'll go through the, the other two. Two, it's just a movie for some reason I watched a lot was the remake of Longest Yard with Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah. And Chris a lot Rock. Of people, and Chris Rock. Like, Chris Rock was A lot of people awesome. don't know that's a remake. People think that Longest Yard with Adam Sandler, that it, was... The, the, oh, I, the I did, and so, like... I did, too. A few years ago. And I, I, saw saw Longest like, Yard. I, saw, I saw Longest Yard with uh, Adam Sandler. I just, I, I just remember being super invested in the outcome of that game and uh, it was just <sighs> no it, it i feel like sports movies are one of the out of all genres they really are like the one that your favorites come from childhood like, memories, childhood memories. And who you watch them what with. sports you prefer what sports you played what, sorry, what sports you played 
like what what time in your life like you watched it and whatnot. Like I, I think that plays a lot more into these than it does like most other. Yeah, which brings me to my number three, which like I couldn't not have a baseball movie. Of course, spend way too much of our life <laughs> playing that. This, for people who don't know, this is from just a couple weeks of living with him. He knows more about baseball than probably most MLB players. I bet you because they're too focused. They're too focused on the game. I bet you he knows more about every MLB player's stats than they they themselves do. Well, some money's on the line. We got fantasy to play. (laughs) Okay, well, also, though, let's not forget there are sports rom-coms. Fever Pitch. Fever Pitch. So I was going to talk about Benchwarmers. Eh, it was okay. I liked it because it was a baseball movie, but moving on Mm -hmm. to... I guess fantasy or oh, baseball rom. The Sandlot. Oh, The Sandlot. The Sandlot is not a. Is it a comedy or is it a children's it's a, sports almost, movie? It's almost a coming of age story. I agree. Yeah. Heroes get remembered. Legends never die. Follow your heart, kid. You'll never go wrong. That's I love The Sandlot. Wow. We almost forgot about that guy. That could have been. That, that could have been seen, detrimental to our family. We like <laughs> senior year of high school. We had to, like our first project in this English class was like you had to pick a scene from a movie and like. It, why it means something to you and it was that scene where he talks to Babe Ruth and I was just like I don't know but like that's the that's the first movie where I had like feelings well up inside me as I was watching a movie and I was like oh my god I and, and then he puts on the I had a, I had a pair of PF flyers because they would make me run faster and jump higher but still, the sound also the scene where they play the night game under the fireworks, and they've got Ray Charles, America the Beautiful playing, yeah. and like just chills, chills. Oh, one more movie. I it, I don't consider it a comedy because it's like an old timey movie, so I don't think of it as much. A League of Their Own. That that's not a comedy. I would say that is in the drama, and that is a good movie. Okay, well, it's also like historical. Like, there's that. I, I've it is. I've seen bits and views of it, but like the last scene where they're walking through the like the Hall of Fame, like I assume neither of you have been to Cooperstown, but I've been there multiple times. <laughs> they have a whole section there dedicated to the women's professional league that was you know existed from the late forties to the early sixties. I mean, there is no crying in baseball. That's what I'm saying. I feel like not enough men know that that phrase is from a a movie about. I I did probably hear that a hundred times from my dad before I ever realized it was from a movie. Yeah, it's been a couple years since I've seen a League of Their Own, but I remember I was like, "Wow, I enjoyed it." Mostly because I had no idea this happened. Yeah, that's so cool. Uh oh, my fans are calling. Um, I swear to God, we've never once had an episode where Lee doesn't have machinery audio. Impact. Uh, I'm a business. I'm an important businessman. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm an important businessman on important business. I, I don't. All I'm thinking about the Family Guy episode where like they're they're their plans getting hijacked and they're like, oh no, here comes the businessman who tr- tries to talk to the terrorists and a guy gets up and he's like. Can't you see how important of a businessman I am? My collar is white, but my shirt is blue. It's the same shirt. I hate it here. That's your future. Um, so I guess... You wanted to talk about Fever Pitch. I, you, you mentioned it. I, you just, we, I, I feel like I derailed it. I have not story. seen that. Fever Pitch is a rom-com with Jimmy Fallon. Wait, was that one of the ones you wanted to talk about in our rom-com episode? Well, it was because we called... One of the episodes, Fever Pitch. I mean, listen, it's it's a it's a good uh, 
It's a good one. I would argue a better sports and baseball rom-com. Okay. I I, I know you neither of you have seen it, so I'll, I'll get over it quickly. It's for the love of the game. Okay. It's Kevin Costner, sports movie extraordinaire, and Kelly Preston, who... Unfortunately, just passed recently. She was John Travolta's wife. Oh, she was in a Oh, yeah, she, she, yeah, she did yeah. die earlier this year. They're both, they have great chemistry, awesome movie. Yeah, Kevin and Costner is the John best. C. Riley is the catcher. I love him. Yes. And, yeah, it's, it's essentially... I need to watch that. The, the plot of the movie is, it's him, it's like his last MLB start, and he's throwing, you know, any by any, pitch by pitch, and it's essentially... I'm not gonna... Not, I feel like it's not ruining it, but he, he's... Through the process of throwing a perfect game, right? Okay. That's that's well, what it is, and it's, it's done. They kind of do like flashbacks. Sam Raimi directed this. Sam fucking, that's what I was gonna get to. Sam motherfucking Raimi yeah. directed this. The guy responsible for the for original two Spider-Man. really good Spider Mans and one very much of a left not of a great Spider Man. Yeah. yeah. Wow. There's one. And, and yeah, I, I like, and watching it like, I don't. Watching like the first, especially the first Spider-Man, like there's a magic to that movie. There's a magic to this movie where it's just I don't know what Sam Raimi is magic. Sam Raimi is magic, and interesting. Watching like didn't think I'd like it. It's my, it's my mom's favorite baseball movie, <laughs> and I was like, oh, all right, I'll give it a shot. I I think it might be my favorite baseball movie. It's done so well, and it's it's and we can talk about Moneyball later. But uh, we will be. <laughs> we'll talk about money ball later. But it, it's it's a it's a film you don't have to be a baseball fan to enjoy. Right, right. Which I think. I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought you could say that about all the most baseball movies. They typically do a very good job of Sandlot stuff. I think no, but I think that's yeah. right because I think that at the end of the day, baseball, the themes of baseball movies are usually relatively similar, which is why I think we also like Moneyball a little more than usual because it kind of veered away from the typical themes of... Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I do, I do. We'll get into that when we talk about Moneyball. But our, so let's, let's move on to the actual main portion, which is what are, our, what are the best sports movies out there? Also, yes, and one that I didn't... We, didn't have, we don't have on our list that I just thought of is Jerry Maguire sports movie. The Show me the money. That is not no because no because it's No, no, he's the agent. He's an agent. I feel like we really aren't doing a good job. We we still never decided on qualifications <laughs> of what it makes a sports movie a sports movie. And we never will. And we never will. So I think we should probably just continue. Yeah. <laughs> Because I, I thought about Jerry Maguire before, and I, I wrote it all pretty quick. I was like, mm, I see no. Jerry Maguire. What? I know, I know. Actually, I mean, I'm trying to be better at when people say they haven't seen a movie to not be like, what? Because no one... You know dedicated your life to this craft that I'm it, going to college for? Well, because I haven't seen a I good like, amount of movies that I... I feel like you're throw out some really obscure movies <laughs> that I've seen that you haven't. <laughs> no, there's just... I have this list of like 100 movies you need to see before you die, and someone from my film school was over at my house helping me shoot something and they were looking at the list That's and they were going through it and they were like, yeah, you haven't seen Fight Club. That's pretty embarrassing. And it's like, correct, I have not. But think about it from our perspective. When people 
or like, oh, it have you seen good. this? And they're and you're like, no, they're like, oh, you haven't seen this. Oh, that's the worst. The movie person. I literally, yeah. I, I, I'm pushed to the edge wow. every single time. You're so a disgrace to your people. You haven't seen this. You <laughs> haven't seen this. You haven't seen the Matrix. It's like no, I haven't taken. Have you actually not seen the Matrix? I've had to watch that fucking scene of when they're sitting in the chair and he's getting offered the blue pill and the red pill. But you haven't have you seen the full movie. The chair. Have you seen the full movie? What are you talking about? Yes, he has. No, I have not seen the full movie. You haven't <laughs> seen the Matrix. You, the movie person. Um. Who yeah, I know. No, Morpheus is sitting in the chair. No, they are both sitting in the chair. Because that's why why did you watch that? We watch that scene all the time to shock talk about master shots and setting up like how they did a wide shot, then two OTSs, the close up, the extreme close up, the insert shots. Katie's in film school. Lee is jealous. Uh, Um, I am. I am a senior executive (laughs) DP. Back to sports. <laughs> Every boy ever to me when I talk I about businessman. Back to sports. Anyways, back I'm to back sports. To sports yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk money ball. Let's talk money. <laughs> let's talk money ball. Okay. Um, Jonah Hill is a serious actor. That that, that was, was the first. Cool. He got a okay. <laughs> he got an Oscar nomination for this. Both of them did. I don't. I get Brad Pitt. Jonah Hill. He was great, but it was like. He just played a normal guy, but they gave him an Oscar nom because he played a normal guy really For well. Once. Really well, and he wasn't Jonah Hill. Yeah, like but was, like you he, shouldn't get an Oscar nom because acted. you act outside yeah. of what you're known for. <laughs> like, I don't know. That that that, that, that doesn't seem. I don't know. He was great though. Like I thought he was great. I don't know about Oscar nom great. It was just a short pool of of nominees, but he play he plays the whole like reticent. You know, twenty something. You know, just in the business has a lot of opinions, but is afraid to voice them, re- yeah. right? And but at the same time, he's like so into it. And it's when, he, and it's yeah. Fat Jonah Hill. I love Fat Jonah Hill. Who is somewhat skinny? Get him to the Greek. And I'm not sure mm. that's a great movie. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, we'll keep that separate. But he was good. And here's why I like Moneyball so much. Oh, Most- he also went against no one in 2012. Okay. Yeah, I see that. It was, yeah, no. But the reason why I like Moneyball so much is because most sports movies seem to be going through a typical formula, and they focus on the same thing. It's like heart, talent, you know, believing in yourself when you win against like you know adversity. And then Moneyball is like, okay, realistically though, here's how. Here's how you win. Here's how you win. Like beep boop beep boop bop numbers. Beep boop numbers numbers blah blah blah. And it was it was. Most sports movies, they don't tackle it in that way, and I kind of really appreciated that. Now, Jack, you can probably speak more on like the statistics aspect, but yeah, I enjoy. You know, I don't know much baseball statistics. Well, I know the, more the football. Only thing but I'll say, was, the only thing that I'll say that's, that's really interesting about it is, you know, growing up playing baseball, there's a, you know, everyone wants to swing for the fences, hit a home run, you know, strike yeah. out the side, and you know, you're also taught how to play quote unquote small ball, which is you're supposed to bun, you're supposed to steal, you're supposed to get them on, get them over, get them in. That's yeah. that is like the mantra they teach you to score runs. You're getting on base, you're not trying to but hit a home. But what's funny well, we'll get to get on base, but what's funny is even that even that mantra that's taught to us is, is wrong when you look at it objectively. When you actually find are are, are we trying to win? Are we trying to win a championship? How do we do it? And in the established knowledge 
is just wrong. And it's, it, but it's so ingrained in that system. And I, I sent you that video about Moneyball. Yeah. It, Can't believe y'all are sending each other videos without but they, me. But they got, they got, they got. <laughs> the men are talking. The guy who plays the head scout in that movie was an actual he major was, yeah, league scout yeah. who to this day claims that Billy Bean ruined baseball. Because essentially it was on base percentage, which is, it's just, do you get on? Can we, can, do we get guys up to get you in? And, you know, don't bunt. You're just giving them an out. Don't steal. You're just giving them an out. Right. It, and, and the baseball player, and he cringes. and like, no, that's how you, that's how you, you know, strategize. Yeah. That's how you, but it's. They do a good job of explaining it. I, I, I like, I, I like my, my favorite line was when they were talking about it. They're like, oh, what about that player? Oh, you know, he's. He's he, uh, he uh, the ball sounds good coming off his bat, but he's got an ugly girlfriend. What does yeah. that matter? It's like ugly girlfriend means no well, confidence. What was the line? Ah! What was the line? And then, and then his cock, you, you, his cock's been in the room ten minutes before he ever enters. <laughs> yeah. No, and like, then, oh, Jesus and then my favorite part is when Billy Bean, uh, Brad Pitt, is like la la. He's like, you got something to say, Billy? He's like, it's like y'all are talking the same old uh, yeah um, good body nonsense. Like we're selling jeans. Like we're looking for Fabio. <laughs> we gotta start. Who's Fabio? He's like, who's Fabio? It's like, oh, outfielder for the Reds. And it was like, oh, who, okay. There actually was an outfielder for the Reds called Fabio. Well, <laughs> well, you know who wrote it? Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, Aaron Sorkin. Okay, Aaron I was. Fucking Sorkin. Oh my god. I mean, he did such a good job. The, I don't think if you could put a, another group of three people in a room that love Aaron and Sorkin. The, 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 the director. We were talking about this earlier. I, I was a little uh, perturbed when you guys were talking about West Wing and you couldn't remember CJ's position as press secretary. Do you know how many people have <laughs> called me out on that? It's really embarrassing that we didn't cut that out. My friend Rachel, who I'm I did I'm glad you Googled it and finally got to the answer, though. Like, I, Rachel I felt, roasted us. I yeah. felt a very good like, a sense of relief when that happened. That was when we realized we needed to stop spitballing our opinions and maybe do a little refresher. No, this is good because if we get people mad at us, they they'll text us, which only boosts any our, publicity. Our engagement algorithm. <laughs> any publicity Jeez. is good publicity. Also, let's not forget Philip Seymour Hoffman and Chris Pratt are both in this movie. This is like first Pratt. Chris Pratt's first real like yeah. serious movie. Well, it was right. It's between Parks and Rec and Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. You could tell he was like in the process of getting skinny. Decent enough shape. Yeah. yeah. Actually, was Parks such a Rick? first baseman. It was okay. 2011. Was yes. Yeah. Parks and Rec started in 2009. I think though, like Moneyball and Conclusion, it does a really good job. Um, oh. Can, can can we call out uh, Caroline, who texted you? Oh, so. <laughs> who texted you? I put out a blog post ranking sports movies, and I put Moneyball at number two, and then Caroline, if you're listening. Katie showed me. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know. No. What happened? You know Caroline. Yeah. Yeah, Caroline and Jack are along great because Caroline can talk shop, softball, baseball all day long <laughs> with Jack. And I and I and I, I know you disagree, and I think I, we should have a debate about it. Wait, wait. She disagreed with your number one. She thought Moneyball should be one. No, she, she thought number Moneyball should. She said it was, was way, way too. It was ranked way too. You know, it's way too you know why she, it's she ranked? Even been you on. know what? You know why it's ranked highly is because it just got added to Netflix. I've noticed a ton of okay, people on I've Twitter. Also rewatched that I've movie rewatched like ten a thousand times since then. I'm just saying, I, you do tend to see I a trend a of love for the game in that movie, and I don't know. It it just. How can you not be romantic about baseball? Oh, oh God, one was, of the greatest lines. Like, oh, he hits the home run. And he I know. Um, um, also, 
Uh, no. no, you go. don't have any baseball listeners, but like that you moment, don't know that you don't know maybe, our target know. audience. But there's there's like a moment where they mentioned Kevin Euclid, who is like not at that point in time, but he became a part of the Red Sox like core, who's an all star for like three years, and like <laughs> and Jonah Hill going, "This is Kevin Euclid. He's the Greek god of walks," and I just died <laughs> laughing. He's like. Boston, you know, somebody else passed up. Boston's going to wait and see. Boston's going to wait and see. I was like, yeah, Boston, wait and see. And they add him to his roster and he won him a World Series. That's what happened. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> Anyways, Caroline, no hard feelings. Please text me individually and we will duke it out. So we just realized that we've been talking nonstop for 30 minutes and we only really discussed one main sports movie. So we will be doing a part two like last time because we know you listen to every single podcast that we do. And we want to make sure that we're not taking up too much of your time. And because Lee and I are a working long distance relationship. Yes, we are. We and can't. I try and I avoid all chances to interact with her, so we have to we have to do this now. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Okay. See you next week for part two.